Hi, and welcome to Ways It Takes, episode 138. For real this time, I called last week's episode 138. It is actually 137. This is episode 138, a song by the American punk rock band Misfits. I'm Trey, joined as always by Tucker, Dylan, and Cam. How are we doing? Living the dream. Good. All right. Live from 101 Studio. I, I, I can, Dylan, you got to move closer to the computer or something. I can't even hear you. Here, Tucker, fine. I'll just talk louder. Okay, that's fine. Um, all right, let's jump into it. Winners and losers. Uh, big, couple big losers this week. Um, so Cam, uh, Matt Arazia. Now, I think it was a draft take, so I don't think it's actually that big of a loser. <laughs> I think it was like that he would be taken in the first round. Turns out not a great guy. Um, so just a that loser. Be a fan. Just a loser for you. Sympathizing with him. Yeah, no, I'll take that loser all day. Um, even though it wasn't, it, it was a draft pick. Just saying that he's like a great, greatest punter ever. They need him. Blah blah blah. blah. First punter taken off the board. I know. Yeah, just hearing what I'm, what I'm hearing. Uh, not going to speculate, but if they're going to go as far as release him, I'm going to assume that he did something wrong. Stupid. Hate him. Loser. He's a loser bigger than I am, but I will also take that. I, I agree with you, Cam. He's now, a big now I want to bring up something. If Matt Reza, instead of being a superstar punter, if he was a superstar QB, is he getting cut? No. Not at all. <laughs> no. Like, I think the team's like, you know what, we're going to let all the information get out first. <laughs> yeah, they're... Uh... There is definitely some positionism going on here. Um, Second loser I have is Tucker. Uh, Nikhil Harry put on IR. Uh, He's going to miss a significant uh, time. Another great move by Bill Belichick. Get rid of him right, you know, get the value out of him right before he goes on the IR. Great play by Bill. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So he probably will not make the Pro Bowl this year. So. um, Oh, I forgot about that team. Yeah, so that's, that's a tough one. Uh, anybody else got winners and losers? Yeah, I forgot about that. Um, loser Trey for continuing to just not do polls right because twenty-four hour polls. That's all we ask. All right, every time I I have to defend myself, I have to defend myself on this. Dylan has done a better job recently, but a lot of times last week's episode was getting uploaded the day um, either before or the day of our episode. Um, so he's done a better job lately. It's got up quicker, so I'm not going to not gonna blame him. If you guys want to do it, you have the logins, you have the takes, write them up and put them in. Because by the time I remember to do it, it is, you know, eight hours before our episode or six hours before the episode. So plenty of time for people to vote. And we just didn't get a lot of votes tonight. I don't know. People weren't on Twitter. I don't know what to tell you. Counter argument though is like you could put up the poll without the the episode. No, you, that's the the whole point is to try to make people yeah. listen. That's the whole point. Uh-oh. Yeah, but if that's not that's not gonna happen. I don't care. That's the point of it. That's that is the the whole reason I'm, we have I a social media. I am a Trey. Yeah, I'll back, I will back up Trey on that part. But um, well. To go into ways to take. Hold on. I have a hold on. Guess. Hold on. I won both the points this week. Just throw that out there. I won both. Oh, the what you you and Christina both voted for you. I guess so. 
Um, but I mean, one of you, one of you confirmed did not vote, so there was only three votes on one of the polls. So I didn't vote on either. I didn't vote on either. So what? What are you complaining about? What are you complaining about? Twenty-four hour polls. Not like you're gonna vote on them anyways. I win both yeah, points. Nine. Fifteen well, points to me. Huh? They were up until nine. Eight forty-five, nine. That's when they ended. Not true because I went to vote, and after I got off work at eight, I texted you at four. It was over. Well, there's no way it was at eight because I put them up around four, and I set them for like six hours. That can't be right. Three, and I set them for six hours. I'm telling you right now, they were they were open until about nine. But anyways, Tucker, go ahead. Waste of take. Um, guest waste of take from Marge Pero. This one shocked me. She told me about it. She was like, when can I be a guest? And I was like, oh, whenever. She's like, well, I have a guest take. And it is... Can we get a background on Marge? What's Marge the year? is a co-worker of my mother's, a close family friend. Always been very close. Always the nicest lady in the world. Um, Former listener of the year. Guest waste to take is definitely the opposite of what I thought it would be from her. Her waste of take is that she thinks that Vanessa Bryant and and A-Rod are going to hook up. Whoa. <laughs> she said A-Rod's single, Vanessa Bryant's recently widowed. She thinks they're going to be an item soon. <laughs> is there any ba- just because they're both single? Is that it? Yeah, A-Rod's a savage, you know. Uh, They'll be on it. I'm, I'm a full fan of this. I believe it. I'm now going to be checking the news daily. I mean, it's quite a take. If it comes true, it'll, it'll definitely be, you know, guest it, It'll. That would be, I'm going to say, if that one comes true this year, that's take of the year winner. I, I, I don't disagree with you there. Um, I'm not going to agree, though, because I feel like Vanessa Bryant, been through a lot, man. I don't know if she's she's on the dating market right away. Still got a she still got a little baby that is like like two or three. Like, got to deal with that. I, I think she's gonna wait a long time before she uh, probably till the kids are out of the house until she uh, decides to uh, move on. Hey, everyone deserves love. Absolutely. And if she did it, it wouldn't be you know no blame to her at all. I'm just saying. I, I'm trying to get in her mentality. I'm thinking it's too soon. That's all I'm thinking. Um. All right. Do you have Do you have your yeah. race to take, Tucker? No, I, w- I want to hear everyone's thoughts on this. Oh, Cam. Yeah, I'm with Trey. I don't I don't think that's going to happen, especially because if she does find love, I think it's probably going to be with a guy who doesn't have a track record of never being married, because everyone that he's been with, something goes on with cheating, or he cheats in baseball, or he's probably not the guy. Dale? Um, you know what? I'll, I'll bite. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, A-Rod's a, A-Rod's scum. I wouldn't put it past him to slide into a recently uh, widowed woman. Uh, so, I mean, it's, it fits the track record. She might be grieving a little bit, and then, you know, that's just what happens. So, I think she might be onto something. All right. Thank you, March, for that you know, really a thought-provoking take. So you know what? That's 
that's a ways to take though. That uh, 100%. is a decent take as far as it goes. Listen, she's she's a huge fan of the show. She understands the show. She understands what a ways to take is. I would expect nothing less from her. Um, Tucker, do you have a take for us that is yours? Um, yes, I do. Mine is about, I think, a topic we've never touched on on this show. It's about tennis. It, has anyone been following the U.S. Open at all? Nope. Serena Williams yes. upset the number two woman in the world in tennis. Yep. And you know what it's giving vibes of? It's giving me 2019 Masters Tiger vibes to it. So my ways to take is that Serena Williams is going to go out a champion and win the U.S. Open this year. Um. All right. When's the last time she won this? Do we know? You know, know the answer to that. <laughs> um. Okay. So my thoughts on you you comparing her to kind of the Tiger. I don't think she's she's ever really fallen off at all. I think she's been. Well, she hasn't played in a while. She's ranked ninth in the world right now. Okay, well that's see that's news to me. So I so the I mean the the last time I had really heard about her playing was I guess before her kid. She was playing like in the early terms of her pregnancy and um no doubt the goat. Um so I think this is a bit of a soft take. Of course she's gonna win. Like she's the best f- female tennis player ever. So yeah, I agree um, with you, but it's a pretty soft take in my opinion. I wait, wait. I'm about. I'm looking up her last win, and you're gonna find out it's not soft. Cam, do you have any thoughts while we find this information? Yeah, I haven't been like watching it, but I've been following it a little bit. Um, I actually agree with this. I was thinking this today when I was watching um, at work. They had the U.S. Open on. I watched a little bit of it. I did see that she upset um, number two. Is that what you said? Trey, she I, has won major since 2016. Okay, then that's a good... Never mind. I, I agree with you. Yeah, I, I like the comparison. It's not an exact because Tiger hadn't won in a while, but he also was dealing with the like other stuff she's never really dealt with any controversy really other than she just had some babies she was playing pregnant that's unreal um but i do agree she's she's retiring after the u.s open right mm-hmm. i believe so she's 41 that's script shocking me that she's 41 so script, it, script is written here is a crazy stat when serena williams won her first major LeBron James had not yet played his first high school game. Yeah, it's not. Nice. I mean, she's that's, that's so the oh, on time. The other thing, though, Tiger didn't go out on top. Tiger's still playing. Like that's yeah, that's he why just stinks. It's not an exact comparison. Um, no, but it has that vibe of like the person that everyone kind of thought was done. They're over. The go of their sport, kind of, everyone was like, yep, they had an amazing career. It's over now, though. Coming back for, like, one last championship on the biggest right. stage in their home, like, country, which is, like, right. a huge deal. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I am totally on board with this. I, I'd imagine her odds aren't really that bad. She's probably, like, plus. I can tell you. Yeah. I'll look at how... Keep going, I'll give you a Dylan, little Dylan, anything? 
Um, like, what's her what's her rank now? Six hundred nine. Okay, six hundred nine. Um, that would be a wild upset for you know tennis. But I mean, if there was anybody that was to do it, it would be her. Uh, you know, she beat the number two. I mean, you can't be six hundred and nine beat the number two and not still be good. So, I will say, so she's plus 1,200 right now, and that's only because she is Serena. I think that, that a lot of that has to do with just a lot of the money's coming in on her right now. It doesn't have as much to do with her actual odds. So she's 12 to 1 still, but I'm guessing yeah, she's that's 20 or 30 to 1. But, uh, I would take, I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibility that someone of her caliber could, could win this tournament. I mean, she's, she's the best woman. Uh, you guys are definitely missing the show. <laughs> All right, Connor. Connor breaking in. Was that Connor? Who was that? Somebody broke in uh, to the studio. Um, All right. Um, I mean, to me, it, it seems like she just kind of took these past couple years off. And she was just kind of chilling with her kid and didn't really try hard. She probably could have won everything. Um, all right, Cam, do you have a take for us? We're back. I who, do. Who was that? Craig, the bartender. Oh, I, I thought it was Connor. Um, yeah, I would say. All gay men sound the same, Trey, huh? How do well, you say I that? didn't know he was gay. So that, that you said that, not me. Uh, Cam? <laughs> Uh, yeah, recently developed pig. I didn't really have one going in. I had a couple maybes, but this one I think is kind of fun. I don't know if you heard, but tonight the Pittsburgh Panthers are playing the West Virginia Mount, Mountaineers. Mountaineers, yeah. Um, now the attendance at this game is in pit is seventy-one thousand. I believe, which is the highest attendance in that stadium ever. So Steelers, Pitt, both play there. Between the two of them, this is the highest attendance ever. And this makes me think one thing. Pitt had a great year last year. They had a great quarterback in Kenny Pickett. And everyone started to get on board. And then Kenny Pickett went to the Steelers and all these Pit fans, all these Pitt fans who maybe weren't Steelers fans or didn't care about the NFL started to care. NFL fans who didn't really care about college started to care. Everyone's coming together. Kenny Pickett, I haven't given an offensive rookie of the year take, but I will now. Kenny Pickett is going to be offensive. He's going to be rookie of the year, offensive rookie of the year. Not only that, he's going to be a pro bowler. Now by pro bowler, I will make that term loosely. Whereas Mac was a pro bowler last year, but he was an alternate. So I'll put him in that same category at the minimum. So he's going to be a pro bowler, maybe an alternate and, but he's going to play in the pro bowl. How about that? Rookie of the year, playing the pro bowl, any picket, small hands, wears a glove. Everyone's around him. Is it Mitch Trubisky the starter right now? Yep. So that was going to be my point. Mr. Bisky's the starter. So I know. I think Mr. Bisky's going to remain the starter for quite a while. 
I, I really don't think that they're going to make the switch too quickly. I don't think, I think Mike Tomlin's a great head coach. I think he's not going to rush it. Um, so Mitch beat him out in camp. And, you know, I think that's going to kind of, Mitch is going to play out the, you know, most of the year. And maybe if they're out of it, they uh, bring in Pickett. I don't think he's going to have enough time to make up the gap. Uh, we talked about this recently um, with the George Pickens debate. Um, and I'm going to say the same thing I said. I think Kenny is not going to have enough time to win Rookie of the Year. I also think he's going to be a bust. He has tiny little tiny baby hands. The first time someone bats the ball, he's going to lose it. The point of measuring hand size at the combine is to grip the goddamn ball so when you get hit by a 350-pound muscly D-end, you don't drop the ball. He's got tiny little tiny baby hands. He's got those little ones, you know, you put on your fingers, you wave them around, those, those plastic hands. That's what his hands look like. Um, so, A, he's not going to play enough to win it. B, he's not going to be good enough to win it. Um, disagree. George Pickens, though. He's going to elevate it. And I, uh, let me rebut. Let me rebut. So, one, Mitch has not been named the starter. Yes, he has, Cam. No, he hasn't. No, he has not. He's been the number one. He's been getting the reps. But he has not named a starting QB. Now, well, that announcement will be coming in the next three days. <laughs> okay. Nonetheless, I, I maybe Mitch will be the starter. However, <laughs> Kenny Pickett had one of the best preseason performances by a QB ever, and I don't think hand size matters at all. I really don't. I I really just don't think that's a fair argument. Um, if you think that has anything to do with getting strip sacked or whatever. He wears a glove and he has more grip on the I hate, ball. I hate that yeah. too. I hate that more. Okay, okay, then pick one or the other because if he wears a glove, he has more grip on the ball. It also means it, it messes up the, the, the passes, the glove. No, obviously it doesn't because he was the first quarterback taken and he throws a great ball with a glove on. All right, so, let's, think about, let's think about the last two quarterbacks that wore gloves. Teddy Two Gloves <laughs> sucks. Peyton, Peyton Manning, Manning at the end of his career when he was bad. <laughs> he was bad at the end. I won't give it that. I didn't know when he got the glove, but he did not wear it when he was good. I'll tell you that much. All right. Well, we'll see. <laughs> Tucker. Um, I'm not a Kenny Pickett boy. Mitch man, you're a Mitch man, Tucker. Age? What? You're a Mitch man. I'm a Mitch man for life. Um, this is this is a hill I'll die on. I think. He gets comeback player of the year, to be honest. But um, we'll see. I mean, I think that Mitch earned the starting job. I think, you know, he was in an anemic offense. Mitch, I mean, what was Kenny Pickett, 21st overall or something like that? Mitch was second. I mean, just going by the numbers, <laughs> Mitch is a better QB. Um, did you know there's over a 1,000 quarterbacks that have Started 50 games. Do you know how many have not thrown a pick six? I don't know how many. One. Mitch Trubisky? Mitch Trubisky. I'm not going to throw goat around, but uh, <laughs> one of the greatest non-pick six. The greatest non-pick six thrower of all time. No doubt about it. Um, Dylan, is uh, it going to take the uh, rookie of the year away from Kenny Walker? Um, I don't know. I mean, I, like you, like we've discussed, it comes out to playing time. Um, 
I think if, if Pickett can play more than half the games and play significantly well, uh, I think there's a chance. But that also means that any other starter, yeah, or any other rookie who starts, can't have a great season. Yeah, so they're gonna they're gonna take the guy that plays full seventeen games over the guy that plays eleven, unless the guy who played eleven but is like the best QB in the league. You know, so it comes down to the amount of uh, amount of starts. So I mean, like, there's a possibility like Trubisky could get hurt or you know just poop the bed for the first three games and then make a switch. Like I don't know if it happens. So um, I, I I would tend to disagree, but I am a huge Kenny Pickett fan since Cam uh, sets to like watch out for him in like week two last year of the college season. Uh, that's why I wrote him high to, to be picked by Pittsburgh uh, in the first round. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a Pickett fan. I know that small hands is, is a factor, but I tend to agree with Cam. It'll come down to the numbers. If he plays and, and doesn't uh, get strip sacked and doesn't have a lot of fumbles, then I'm not going to call uh, not going to call the, the hands a problem. Uh, we'll see. Cam, you got a lot riding on this dude. You've kind of staked your name to him. You better hope he's good. Otherwise, your quarterback scouting profile is not gonna be not gonna be too great. Who was the last guy you had? That uh, CFL player? He stinks. Didn't you? Weren't you high on him? All right, Cam's Cam's off the off the show. Um, all right, I got a take for you. I had a different take coming into the show. I started scrolling Twitter, and I just came up with this take uh, out of my head. Cam has left the call. I don't know what's going on with Cam. Um, all right, so I was scrolling Twitter, and I found this tweet about um, a college football player who is uh, one of the favorites for the Heisman this year. His name is C.J. Stroud. I uh, don't know if you guys know him. Ohio State quarterback. Um he is one of the favorites to win the Heisman this season. And personally, I'm going to um, pick him to be the Heisman, not because of anything I've seen on the field, but because of what I just saw on Twitter off the field. So he has made a ton of money in NIL deals, as he should. What does he do with that money? He spends 60K of it on his teammates. He paid for each and every one of his teammates to get custom suits to wear to the games. He spent 60 grand on his teammates. I mean, if that doesn't prove he's a leader, then nothing does. He's going to ball out. He's going to he's his teammates are going to have his back. They're not going to, you know, his offensive line is going to block for him. His receivers are going to go that extra mile to secure the ball. Nobody's going to fumble. Because you can't let that guy down. He just dropped. He these college athletes—they're not making that much. I mean, yeah, sixty grand is nothing to you know shake a stick at. But still, in in terms of professional athletes, that's not that—they're not making that much. So that's a big chunk of his NIL deals that are going right to his teammates. I love it. I think this guy's going to be a stud more than he already is. I think this guy wins the Heisman as a result of the good karma that he is accumulating from buying his teammates' suits. That's the take. Feel free to respond. Grand, Sixty grand on suits. How many suits is this man buying? There's, there's like, like a, there's like a hundred guys on college teams. So that's what I was gonna say. I mean, a hundred guys on a team. I mean, that that's what like uh, six hundred 
six hundred dollars a a suit. About that, yeah, five hundred, six hundred. So, if uh, like, I feel like he would have got a better deal on suits. You're buying, you're buying, you're buying a hundred suits. Whoever's making those suits should have cut him a better deal, in my opinion. They're probably you know, really, nice. really nice. Like that's unless all. they're really, really nice and they cut him a deal. But anyway, um. No, but th- this is great. Um, the what did you say? N I N I N I L. Name, image, license. So explain how that works, because I'm, I'm out of the loop. So on they, this. I know that they can get paid for their likeness, but how does it work? So yeah, they can basically sign endorsement deals. Is how it works. Like the guy, um, I think like Nike and stuff. I don't. I don't. I think so. Yeah. Um, the guy, I don't, we talked about him on the show. Um, this kid named DeColdest to ever do it. Crawford is the actual yeah. name is DeColdest. He, yeah. um, was originally supposed to go to LSU, but he ended up transferring somewhere else. And I think it was Nebraska and in Lincoln, Nebraska, there's a, uh, air conditioning company that hired him and they, and so he went in and he's like, you want the coldest hire this company. So, <laughs> So they can sign deals like that, like they can sign endorsement deals. I mean, th- th- this is great. Um, I hope it becomes a trend within these college kids to to do something like this for the team. I mean, I. I so he. I, so I, just to clarify, there's 120 players on the Ohio State football roster, including the walk-ons, and he bought he 500? bought all of them a suit. He spent sixty thousand dollars of his NIL money on his teammates. So that's five hundred bucks a pop. That's yep. crazy. Um, no, I mean, that's awesome. I mean, like, that, that is definitely a guy that I could see players, um, you know, going that extra mile for. I mean, if, if you figure he's going to do something like that, you can figure that he's probably a good guy. Um, part of me thinks that there could be some sort of, like, maybe entitlement in that, too. Like, you could be a guy that says, I'm going to do something like this. Uh, but also think of yourself as better than everybody else because you did it. Um, so I guess time will tell on, on how it all plays out. But I like it. Uh, the Heisman, it's good for the, the like, it's a good bet, though, Trey, for, for this guy for the Heisman. I like it. I'll agree. Tucker? He's out kicking somebody out of the bar. He'll be back. Uh, Cam, are you back with us? Yeah, I don't know what happened there. I got booted. But uh, what was the take? So um, your quarterback, C.J. Stroud, um, just bought his entire team $500 suits, 120, 120 players, bought him $500 game day suits. This uh, good karmic move is going to propel him to win the Heisman this year. His teammates are going to be- have his back more than ever. He's going to ball out and win the Heisman thanks to this move. thousand percent. Love the move. Didn't even hear about it, but I absolutely love it. And I agree. Karma's a real thing, and it's going to come back on him. I mean, there's nothing... Can't be more of a leader than that uh, in in college, spending that much money on your teammates. Um, any ETA on Tucker Dillon? Is is he? Well, I'm here. I'm here. I'm hearing a lot of commotion. There's some yelling. All right, so we'll we'll move on, and we'll see if he wants. To, he I think did he hear the take? Was he in here for the take? No. All right, so only one person was listening when I give my take. But all right, Dell, go ahead. Um. Yeah, I'm sticking to football. We're talking back to NFL, though. Uh, talking about the 49ers and Jimmy G. Um, I don't even know how long this uh, this situation has gone on in San Francisco. 
Um, but it seems like they're trying to get rid of him, but they want the right deal to get rid of him. He doesn't care if he stays or doesn't stay. Seems like he likes it. He plays well. And then people say he stinks. And, and like, he's still on the team. He's been, we've been saying this for over two years of him getting traded. Um, I think this is not like a rumor. I think that he's going to sign again. He already did. He restructured his deal. But I don't know if it was final. Was it final? I don't think so, don't but it's, ever, it's been agreed to. I know that they've been in talks of re-signing, but I, the, the signing, I think, is most likely going to make him the highest paid backup QB. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a done deal. How much was it? It's just for the for the it's so his his salary got changed to like it's for a one year thing so it's just he he wasn't a free agent so they just took I think they took a year off his deal and changed the money up so it worked out he's like I don't know twenty million guaranteed this season and then he's free to go wherever he wants next year right so um, the the take is is that Jimmy he just came out with shoulder surgery he will. Um, he will not play San Francisco this year. He will sign this contract, be the highest paid backup, and then uh, he'll go somewhere else in the offseason. That was incredible. And he, and he, he won't get, uh, he, he'll get signed somewhere, get hurt, never play again, and his last game played is going to be San Francisco. That's the take. All right. All right. Well, I so so I think this is a good move by Jimmy actually, um, because instead of getting traded somewhere where he doesn't want to go and and you know be stuck on a team where he's either the backup or the bridge guy or whatever, um, I think this is a good move for him because he was under contract with them. He can now sit out this year and um, next year go wherever he wants. I don't think he's done. I think he can still be a winning quarterback in this league. Um, I think he's, you know, just as good as Kirk Cousins. Um, I think he can go, you know, go somewhere and make a difference to some team that's going to need a quarterback next year. Maybe Davis Mills doesn't pan out, pan out. He ends up down in Houston or something like that. Maybe he goes to Seattle. Um, but I think, I mean, he did, the first thing that struck me in this was, this is Alex Moran from Blue Mountain State. He's just a handsome guy who, you know, hooks up with porn stars. And likes being the backup. And he wins when he plays, And but he doesn't mind being a backup. He was a backup in New England to the GOAT. He's going to be a backup now. Could also be him betting on himself, saying, hey, I know this Lance kid sucks. And, or he's frail. And he's going to go down, and I'm going to come right back in and show what I got. And then everybody's going to want to sign me after this year. Could be betting on himself, too. I don't think he's at all done. I think he's going to go somewhere next year that's quarterback needy. Maybe he will be that bridge guy. But uh, maybe, you know, the Jets really don't like the way Zach Wilson's coming along. Maybe he goes there. Uh, maybe he goes to the Dolphins. And, you know, with that stacked stacked offense, Tua obviously not looking great so far. Um, so maybe he goes there. Um, I don't think he's done. I think he's still a winning quarterback. I'm a huge Jimmy G guy. Um, he will go somewhere and make a difference next year. Uh, I also, I like this move out of him. Cam? Yeah, I 100% agree, especially on the betting on yourself. I think it's it's mostly he realizes that if he does go somewhere else, 
almost guaranteed to be a backup unless he somehow got a Dolphins or Seahawks deal. And I'm guessing it just didn't work out. So I agree. I think it's a great move. I think he realizes that Lance is just probably not the guy. If anything, he'll get hurt or just won't play well. Jimmy will come in and do what he does. His trade value is going to go up. After next year, like you said, there's going to be people that just don't cut it. I mean, Daniel Jones, for one. Oh, yeah, the New York. Gone. New York's the most obvious one. He could go there. Exactly. I just think this year is not the year to do it, and he's still going to get paid. So why not just be comfortable, be the backup until he has to play, and then once he does play, just do what he does. And then, I mean, this is kind of a win for him. If he did get traded, there's a lot more pressure, unless he was a backup, and I don't think he wanted to do that anywhere else. Um, Maybe. So yeah, as, as far as as far as the take, I don't agree that he's not going to play any snaps. I think he's, I mean, he's bound to eventually. I don't think Trey Lance is the next Mahomes, but. I forget what the rest of the take was. So, yeah, I guess we kind of missed on the part of the take. So the, the take was more so that with this restructure now, um, he's got this season under contract, and he's, like, not going to play is part of the take. Like, maybe he'll get a few snaps. Maybe he'll play a game or so, but nothing substantial. Um, and as that backup role, he's going to become, you know, a little lackadaisical, Maybe, you know, not get his reps in. And then once he goes somewhere else and comes back to that full-time uh, starting role, if he, if he goes to one of those places that needs a starter, he's going to get hurt, and then he's not, he's not going to play. And that's going to be the it for, it for him. And the last thing anybody remembers of him is when he was playing on San Francisco and what a dud of a, a career, like, was for him where, like, it could have been sort of career. I, I think he still plays again. Um, yeah, I, I agree with Trey. I don't agree with the take. I think that he's going to take this year, not necessarily off. I think he's still going to play. But I don't think he's going to be worse or get hurt by any means. You said so? Shoulder surgery. I mean, he okay. always gets hurt. But I, I don't think he's going to – I don't think it's going to be he, – he's come back from a lot of injuries. I think he'll be fine. Uh, Tucker? Um, I also think he'll play again. I just think there's enough teams in need of a QB that it'll always be necessary that someone will get him because he's the guy with a proven track record of winning at the very least. He might not have always been the top tier QB. I don't think he's a guy that uh, is the best QB in a franchise. I don't think he's like a franchise changer, but it's a guy when your QB gets injured, you're like, who do we have? Who's available that could be a starter immediately? And I think Trey Lance is 100%. I'm sorry, Jimmy Garoppolo is 100% in that conversation. But a guy that can get – that's a good um, game caller. Sorry. Um, just a guy that can call the plays, do it well enough to make it so that they can win a championship. I don't think he's – or win games. He's not going to win a championship, but he can be up there. Um, Tucker, uh, just to give you quickly my take, um, this is the fourth time I think I've said it for those listening, um, but C.J. Stroud bought his 
entire team, uh, $500 suits. That was $60,000 of his NIL money. Uh, that good karma is going to cause his teammates to play better around him, and he's going to win the Heisman this year as a result. Ohio State, right? Yes. Um, yeah, I can 100%. I mean, I think he's probably one of the top contenders for the Heisman. I mean, yes, Cam was very on board with this take. He was. thousand percent, I think he said. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, that's an awesome thing to do with your NIL money. Not that I think I forgot in Ohio State's getting a good NIL deal, but that's a really cool thing to do. I love that. Um, big fan. Good for him. I'm now a CJ Stroud fan. I had a lot. I was going to go on Notre Dame, but that makes me not want to bet on Notre Dame anymore this weekend. Um, all right. Um, so let's do our annual NFL picks. Now, this is a big show for us. We do this every year. Um, so we're hoping that, you know, this is this is going to line up because next Thursday is the first game. Uh, you never know when we're going to be recording this thing. So we're getting out of the way a week early. Um, but how it's going to work is we are going to pick the division winners. We'll pick our wildcard teams. And then finally, we will pick the Super Bowl matchup this year and the winner. Um, at the end of the season, we always have our playoff predictions where we pick each game specifically and you can earn a point for each game. Dylan won the first year. I won it the second year. Um, did we have it a third year? Yeah, I think Cam or, Cam or Tucker I, I last think I, year. I think I won it last year. I think year. it was Cam, but you guys were close because you both had the, the uh, Rams. But any of these preseason picks, if you get the playoff teams right, you'll get five, po- uh, five points – or no, a point per playoff team. If you get the two Super Bowl team right, you'll get the five points for the Super Bowl teams each. And if you get the Super Bowl winner right, you will get 10 points. So it's a big way to pick up points for our uh, kind of end of the year. Tucker, if if trend holds, you should be the one to win it because you're the only one who hasn't hasn't yet. Love it. Um, all right. Let's start. Let's go east to west. So we'll start in the AFC. Uh, AFC East, of course, Division close to home for us. Um, I'm going to do the same thing I did last year. I'm going to pick the Bills to win it. I think it's the most obvious one. Uh, I think they are one of the stronger teams in the league, and I don't foresee anybody in the AFC East challenging them for that crown. Um, who wants to go next? Bills. Yeah, I also have the Bills still. Bills. All right. Let's go. Uh, do we want to stay in the AFC or do we want to go to the NFC? Okay. We'll hit them all. Doesn't matter. We can, do, uh, we can just do the AFC. 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 We can do that. Okay. AFC South. So we've got the Colts, Jaguars, Titans, and Texans. I'm taking the Colts here. Uh, Colts, I think, were a good team last year that got derailed by bad quarterback play at the end. They had a significant upgrade with Matt Ryan, who I think can still play. Not what he was, but can still play. Um, they've got a great defense. They've got a great running game. Um, I don't see any reason that they shouldn't win in the weakest division in football. Um, the AFC South, which is just poo poo everywhere. Um, so I'm going Colts here, uh, for the winner. Cam. Yeah, I got Colts as well. Pretty much everything you said. Um, Matt Ryan, kind of like a Philip Rivers move at the end of his career. I think Matt Ryan actually has more left in the tank than Phil did. So, uh, and, a better team around it. So I'm excited to see 
what they can do. Unfortunately, AFC is just gross, so I don't see them going too deep. But I think they win the division. Uh, Tucker? I also have the Colts here. I like they have a real solid defense. They have. Still with us? I also have the Colts here. Um, their defense is solid. Their run game is really good. Receiving core is the only thing that's really lacking on this team. Um, but again, weak division. Um, so I definitely still have them here. Yeah, the easy front runner is the Colts, so I'm on green as well. Um, the Matt Ryan situation, I, it's not going to be as like dramatic, I guess, as like Stafford going to, uh, um, excuse me, the Rams. Uh, but I think people are going to be surprised at how well he plays. Um, alrighty, let's move on to the. NFC or the AFC North um, stacked division, um, not as stacked without Deshaun being there for the for half the season, but still pretty stacked. A lot of good teams. Um, I don't think you know the Steelers are probably the weakest of the group right now, but I really don't think they're a bad team either. Um, the Browns. What the Browns? Browns are, Browns are going to be good when he gets there. Brown. And week twelve, well, they are. I said I did. Yeah. I literally just said they're not as stacked without Deshaun being there. I said that. Um, anyways, I am going to pick the Ravens here. I think it's a big bounce back year for the Ravens. I think the Bengals are going to struggle a little bit. I think the Super Bowl hangover is real. I've said it before. Um, I don't think that they're going to be able to overcome it. I think um, you know they're they're definitely building a good thing over there. I still don't know how I feel about their. Uh, their defense in a lot of ways. I know they're good up front and I know they got a couple corners, but I don't know. I just feel like the Super Bowl hangover is coming. So I'm picking the Ravens to win the division here. I think they got boned with injuries last year. Um, and there's a big year for Lamar. He needs to put up some, some numbers to uh, get his contract situation figured out. So I'm picking the Ravens here. Cam. Yeah, we're on the same page. I'm going with the Ravens. Um, injuries last year were terrible. And they still almost made the playoffs. I think with everybody back for the most part, they're going to be uh, easy number one. And like you said about the Bengals too, um, the hangover is real. Not not only that, but we both agree that them making the Super Bowl and not winning it, worst thing that could have happened. They're not going back. It's a real thing. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Ravens. Uh, Tucker. I also have the Ravens. I didn't think we were – I thought there was going to be some Bengals picks here. But, uh, yeah, no, I think the Ravens should be the favorites in this division. I like. I don't really have any – I mean, I think the Steelers have a major drop-off. Even with Mitch, I think they might get a wild card. That's it. Um, but, yeah. Because I think Mitch is an upgrade from – Ben Roethlisberger last year. Ben was bad last year. Dylan? I'm also going with the Ravens. So we've, everybody said the same thing. I, I, think the, uh, I think the Ravens have a slightly easier schedule than the Bengals do, um, which is part of the reason why I'm going with them. Also, injuries played them last year, like we said. So, um, yeah. I think Ravens is a good choice here this year. All right. AFC West, 
uh, the best division in football. Um, you've got the Chargers, who have been growing, growing, growing. Just got to figure out if their head coach is an idiot or not. Uh, the Chiefs, who uh, always are solid, maybe looking a little weaker this year. And, uh, of course, the Raiders, um, picking up a lot of lot of health in the offseason and a new coach um, in McDaniels, who knows what he's doing, hopefully. And uh, the Broncos with Russell Wilson. Um, so I'm going here. I'm actually going to go with the Chargers here uh, in kind of a, a – differentiator pick um i think that the chiefs are i i don't think they looked great a lot of the stretch last year and then all the stuff that's happened with tyreek um and of course mahomes you know with the new wife you never know how that's gonna go um so i i don't know to me it just seems like the chargers have been on the climb i think this is a big year <coughs> excuse me for brandon staley to prove that he can actually coach this team um, and I just think Herbert's going to take that next step this year, possible MVP candidate. I think I said that last year too, but I'm, I'm going to put my money on it again. I'm going to pick the Chargers to win the division. I think they can do it. Um, Cam? All right. Four for four. Connection. I'm also going Chargers. Um, head coach is the biggest thing for me. I hated the way he dealt with the, uh, the Raiders game last year, but Herbert's a beast in their defense. It, it just is improving. Also on paper, I don't think you can deny that the Chargers are the best team in the league. Um, so I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna pull through. I think they're gonna win the division barely. Gonna probably come back down to the last game of the season. Um, forgot to mention they they definitely helped out their defense. Khalil Mack, J.C. Jackson, they they brought in some some big guns there. Uh, Tucker, uh, I'm going with the Chiefs here. I like the Chiefs, though. I still, I mean, you have the best QB in football in Pat Mahomes. I genuinely believe that. And I think they lost Tyreek. They added Juju, who I think is going to be an absolute stud on this team. Um, I still think this is going to be a year where basically Pat Mahomes proves that he's just that guy, that it doesn't matter who he's with. All righty, uh, Dill. Um, I'm, I'm trying to go through schedules as we're talking here. Um, to me, it looks like the Chargers have the easiest of the schedules. Um, but then it comes down to obviously the interdivision play. I want to give the Chiefs a slight edge over everyone else in the division play. Um, But I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna go Chargers because because of their out of uh, division games are significantly easier. It seems like the one because doesn't every team play everybody in their division twice and then everybody from a division plays every team from another division, but then there's like a couple other games that are sprinkled in. Yeah, I mean it's it's. They play. They play against the division, so they play like all the teams from a division in the AFC, all the teams from a division in the NFC, all the teams from their division, and then like two other games that are based on some sort of win percentage or something like that. Yeah, so um, that's what I'm looking at. The, the Chargers' schedule looks those extra couple games. I mean, they're I, I, I forget what they were, but just looking through them, I, I like the Chargers' schedule more. So they can beat. If they can go with, like, 
even if the Chiefs win the interdivision uh, schedule, I think the Chargers will have more wins at the end because of who they have to play, you know, outside of the division, those extra games. So I'm going Chargers. Um, alrighty, that'll do it for the A. Oh no, excuse me, wildcard teams in the AFC. Um, so I'm going to do something here that I have not done in the history of the show, and I am not picking the Patriots to make the playoffs this year. I don't think the coaching's good enough. I think the roster's decent, um, but I think that they are really shooting themselves in the foot right now with how they're handling things. Um, I think they win, which was originally going to be my take. Uh, I changed it, but I think they win um, less than seven games this year. So the three teams I'm going to pick are. Uh, in order, I'm going to say the Chiefs, I'm going to say the Bengals in the second spot, and the Raiders in the third spot. Chiefs, still a great team, obviously. Um, tough division. Uh, I think they're still better than the majority of the NFL. Um, the Bengals, the Super Bowl hangover is real. Still super talented. Joe's the real deal. I um, think they'll be able to squeak in. And the Raiders... Uh, this will be three teams from the AFC West I have in there, but I really like how their roster has come together. They've supplemented it with with uh, some real talent, Devontae Adams, Chandler Jones, um, and I think this is a big time to prove it for Josh. I think his offense has worked a lot, and I think you know he's got a quarterback there who's pretty good, decent at least, um, and he's going to make it simple for him. You know, get the ball to Devontae in short space, short short passes. Uh, make him make moves after the play. He's a volume receiver, so I think that'll be good for him. Um, some teams that I considered, the Dolphins, just don't think Tua has it. The Browns, they're not going to have enough time to get back in it. And uh, the Titans, I just think the Titans are kind of on their downfall now. I think Tannehill's not the guy. I think Derrick Henry's getting older, and he's taken a lot of abuse over the years. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and stick with the Chiefs, Bengals, and Raiders for my three. Cam? You said Bengals, not Broncos, right? Bengals. I think, oh, Broncos too. I think Russell Wilson is a lot worse than people think. I think there were problems with, obviously, his receiving core and stuff like that in, in Seattle, but I really do think he's kind of on the downturn. Okay, they're receiving that was, that was not the problem. It was the offensive line. DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. Okay, I, I misspoke. Problems with the offensive line. Pro, uh, and the defense wasn't doing any, him any favors. I do think he's on the downturn of his career. Um, I think that in a first year in a new team, new system, new place playing for a long, after a long time in Seattle, I just think it's going to take some time for him. And I also just think he's, he's kind of at the twilight of his career here. So I'm not picking the Broncos. Okay. Um, my three in order, obviously Chiefs. Um, I think it's going to be close, like I said before. Um, there was a question, I forget what show it was, it was on ESPN. Are the Chiefs more likely to win the Super Bowl, no, make the Super Bowl, or not make the playoffs? And I think make the Super Bowl. I don't think there's a chance that they don't make the playoffs. I think it wouldn't be out of the question if Mahomes never misses the playoffs in his career. Besides the point, Chiefs at five. Number six, I'm going with the Broncos. I disagree with you. I think Russ is still elite. He has proven that he's been elite, except for last season, which, like you said, defense did not do him any favors. Offensive line was terrible, and he got injured. Um, other than that, he has made the playoffs a million times, had a winning record a million times, and the Broncos are on the, the up and up. So I have faith in him. They're going to be my number six. And then the last one, almost put the Raiders to make it a full sweep of the AFC West, but... 
I think after my take today, I'm going to go with Steelers. And I think Kenny Pickett is going to be the guy leading them there, whether it's beginning of the season, mid-season, end of the season, whatever it is. Uh, he's going to be the guy playing in that first playoff game. Steelers at number seven. Uh, Tucker. This is a tough one for me because I'm taking the Patriots. In the fifth seed? I'm a writer die. No, I'm not going to say in the fifth seed. I'm not doing it anyway. Um, I'm taking the Patriots. I'm taking the Chargers. And this is where I'm stuck because I have three teams here that all deserve to make the playoffs. This is the tough thing about the AFC this year is that they're so good. So I'm, I'm really struggling between the Raiders, the Steelers, and the Broncos. But I think out of those three teams who I trust the most is probably the Broncos. I think Russ has definitely got it still. Um, this team's got talent that was wasted with Drew Locke. Um, but, yeah, I think with a real quarterback, I mean, it really showed how bad – Drew Locke was, is that he lost the battle to Geno Smith. I think that kind of just shows how bad of a, how bad he was, really. Um, but I have um, but yeah, so those are my three. Uh, Tuck, I'm can, can, my Patriots in that out. And the Bengals I have missing the playoffs as well, which is wild. Outside of the, um, your fandom, what makes you think the Patriots could sneak in? Uh, Mac 10. Okay. <laughs> which is an underutilized nickname. He patented it. So, he, he trademarked it. I mean, Mac 10 is one of the coolest nicknames in sports if it was used more. Really should be used constantly. I but agree. Mac, Bill Belichick. Uh, I think Devontae Parker is a great piece to add to that offense. And I think the tight ends really pick it up this year. I think the offensive line's good. I think if you, and I think if they properly, I think if they use the tight ends the way they want to, you could have a wrong Hernandez deal situation. I think Johnny Smith is, was severely underutilized last year, and hopefully he can figure out the system better this year so that he can be back in it. All right, Dylan, you're three. Um, I'm going Chiefs as first one. Um, then it gets a little tricky. Uh, I think I'm going to go with... Um, oh, my phone just died, which is really bad for me because I'm looking at all the teams. Um, I'm going to go Chiefs. Then I'm going to go... Oof. Uh, Bengals, and then I'm gonna go the Dolphins as the last one because I think they can mop up in the division. Um, maybe not against the Bills, but I think they could get wins out of the Pats and the Jets, and uh, they also play some not great teams outside of the division this year. So, um, going with the Dolphins this year. No worries on uh. No worries on if Tua can throw the ball or not. I mean, I think they, I think they proved themselves as a team last year to be relatively good, uh, and I think the strength of schedule played better for them. And I think the the AFC West 
you know, I think those teams are going to beat up on each other and it's just going to be, they're just not going to have enough wins, uh, you know, for the other, uh, for the other, uh, the other spot in the playoffs. All right. Um, so that'll do it for the AFC. Um, let's move on to the NFC. Sorry. Just typing. Um, all right, NFC, we'll start in the East. Tough division here to figure out. Um, I like the Cowboys and I like the Eagles. I am going to go ahead and pick the uh, Cowboys here, as I do every year. It seems to always bite me in the butt. Um, I think they do win the division typically, but they always get bounced in the first round. Um, I just think they're more talented than every other team. Um, I'm going to cut you off right there because no team has won the division Two years in a row. And okay. How many years? You're came? right. You're right. You're right. It was um, it was the Commanders the year before, but they won it last year. I'm almost positive. Cam, do you know who won the division last year? Cowboys. That sounded like a question. I was asking you. Yeah, the Cowboys. Okay. Um, Cowboys. Yeah, I think they are going to buck the trend. I think they win it here. Um, I just think they're more talented than every other team, really. Um. But I think it'll be close between them and the Eagles. Um, Cam? Yep. So every year, going to say it again. Do I believe it? No. But got to go with my team, Giants, going to win the division. I don't know yet if I want them to. Because, <laughs> well, let me ask you guys this. How, what does Daniel Jones need to do to keep the job, do you think? Whether it's stats or wins or whatever. How would he keep the job this year? Because I don't know. I'd say he has to make it to the playoff. He has to win the division, and he has to have he has to keep his turnovers down in terms of like he fumbles the ball like crazy. So he's got to keep his turnovers down, and he's got to lead his teams to to the division title. I think if he, I, think, I think if they win the division, he keeps the job. I don't think division is like division or bust for him. I don't. I mean, I think this division could be won by anyone. So I'm definitely not going to say that. I just think a statistical good season where he keeps the turnovers down would be what they're looking for out of him. Because uh, I don't think, especially if they go, you know, 9-8 and eight or 8-9, eight and nine, I don't think they want to be in the middle of the draft looking for a QB. Uh, obviously, if they go like 5 or 5 and or something like that. I think they're looking for a QB there. I think they need to have a good season where Daniel Jones just keeps the turnovers down and keeps the stats good. I mean, if he's losing shootouts, I don't really blame him. I'm not going to throw that on him. I'm not going to say it's division or bust, especially because they just cut their best player. Cam, if they won the division, would you want him to stick around? It depends if it was like him being a big part of winning. Does that make sense? I think... Because, again, like, Jimmy Garoppolo made made it to the NFC Championship game and lost his job, you know? I think that it's not... But they had a guy in waiting. The Giants do not. The division, I think it's based off of how he plays during the season. Right, exactly. Because yeah, Justin Herbert yeah. missed the playoffs and Trey Lance made it to the NFC Championship game. Justin Herbert seen as one of the top QBs in the league, Daniel Jones is seen as a bum. I mean, you lost me there because you brought in Trey Lance, and I have no idea. Giants are winning. 
All right, uh, Tucker, uh, we already know your pick. Sticking with it, Commanders? Commanders. All right, uh, Dylan. I'm going on the boys' train like I had a take earlier in the year. I think they're going to have the most wins in, in uh, like single-season history or whatever it was with like 11 or tie it or something or something like that. They have the easiest strength of schedule out of any team this year outside of one other team being, I think, the Commanders. Um and uh, yeah, I think they're. I think the 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 trend of you know team not winning it twice is about to end. Um, as for the Daniel Jones thing, he needs to pass the needs to pass the like it's not an eye test, but he needs to pass like when you think of Daniel Jones, do you think of him as like, eh, like do, do, are you like not excited when you hear his name? I think like that. He needs to change the narrative of, of himself, whether that means just like balling out or not uh, not turning the ball over, like making clutch plays this year that he really didn't before. So it just he's got to change the narrative of himself, and I don't think that really comes down too much uh, to wins per se. I mean, like if he if he has some like uh, uh, game winning drives and doesn't turn the ball over, and the team still goes like. Eight and nine, uh, but the losses really aren't on him. Then I think that that might change that narrative. So it depends on what you think of him at the end of the season. Like, uh, you know, when you when you when you say his name, do you think of like oh, I don't really like this guy anymore? Uh, Which uh, it might be hard to come back. From. All right, uh, NFC South. Uh, picking the box, Tom Brady. Uh, that's all I got to say, uh, Tom Brady. Um, Cam, you have the Panthers winning the division, do you not? What'd you say? You have the Panthers winning this division, don't you? With that Baker take? Did you say they were going to make win the division? No, I I'm not. almost I positive did. you did. Pretzel brain. No, no, I, no, I said you're just going to have them win. Back there with you. Okay, well, who you got then? Fuck speed. I'm going to look that up. Um... Tucker? What division? NFC South. NFC South. I have the Bucks. And Dylan? Bucks. All right. Easy one there. Let's go to the NFC North. Um, this is another strain. Not really. Not really. Packers. Packers win the division. Better than every team here. Uh, I hate the Vikings to death. Um, Packers. Easy. Easy money. Cam? Hello, can you hear me? Yeah. Yes. Sorry, what division? NFC, NFC North. North. What you, what's going on here? I'm, I'm trying to connect to my AirPods. It's not going too well. Uh, I have the Packers. I'm, I'm hesitant on it, but I, I just can't see anyone else winning it. Um, that's pretty much it. Um. All right. Uh, Tucker? I got the Vikings here. Um, I just think the Packers without Devontae, that's a huge loss that they had in terms of output as like your number one receiver losing him. I think that's a huge loss for them. Uh, they have a great backfield, but I don't think that's their strength. I just think they're going to feel that loss. Aaron Rodgers is getting older. I still think Aaron Rodgers won a top three QB in the NFL right now, but 
He his number one weapon is Alan Lazard. He makes the Patriots receiving core look good. Um, Dylan. Um, I'm gonna go with the Packers as well. They lost. They they lost wide receiver depth. And did you say the Did you say the Vikings still? No, I said the Packers. Packers. They they lost wide receiver depth, but I think they're they're gonna make up for it. Um, changing the, the play calling a little bit. I mean, they got East running backs, and they still have Aaron Rodgers, obviously. Whether he's high on Percocet or not, he can still throw the ball. Um, so, yeah, I think it's their division to lose. I like they might take a slight downtrend this year, but I think they still win the division. Uh, all right, NFC West uh, used to be the strongest division, kind of weakened out um, with the loss of um, Russell Wilson. Um, I am going to take the Rams here, defending Super Bowl champions. Uh, I think they're still solidly built. No Super Bowl hangover for them. Uh, they're coming back with a vengeance. They signed some big players in the offseason. Allen Robson, still don't know how they pulled it off. Cap is fake. Uh, Rams easy. Cam? Yeah, I mean, Matt Stafford's never going to play again. It's really unfortunate. But um, I still think they have a good shot of winning this division. Uh, it's <laughs> the backup quarterback right now. For the Rams, I'm pretty sure is is it? Oh no, never mind. That's not there. I thought it was John Wolford, but uh, yeah. So I think they're they are uh, confident in Matt Stafford. I'm not personally, and I probably know more than them. But um, either way, I think they got a good talent group around them. I think they win. Bryce Perkins and John Wolford for the backups. Um, Tugger. Uh, I also have the Rams here. I just think they're the most talented team out of the group. Um, I think the Seahawks obviously took a huge step back. The Cardinals, I know, won't be good after Week 10 because that's the Cardinals. And then the 49ers have a QB problem right now because I don't really trust... um, I don't trust Trey Lance as a starting QB. So... I would probably hit the Rams here. Um, Dylan. Um, I'm I'm gonna go with the Rams as well. What do we know the status? Do we know the status of uh, um, Stafford's elbow? Nothing more than just he's hurt. He's limited right now. Yeah, I think I think he's gonna be like. What's with I all think, the whispering going on? Let's focus on the show. I think he's going to be like uh, limited maybe at the early stages of the season, but I think he'll be fine for the majority, and I think they're just going to you know, have enough to win. So going with Rams. I agree with you, Dylan. I think he'll be limited in the beginning, and then he'll be fine. All right, uh, wildcard teams. I am going to go with the Vikings, which I hate. I do agree that I think the new coach is a good, uh, good play here. Um, it's going to um, revitalize their offense. They've got a lot of talent there. Obviously, I think they're going to be good enough to sneak in. Uh, the Eagles is going to be my second team. I really like how the Eagles have uh, what the Eagles have done this off season. 
um, including adding AJ Brown. I think that's huge. Um, and my last team is going to be the 49ers, not led by Trey Lance. But when Jimmy Garoppolo gets back in and starts winning games left and right, as he always does, they're going to sneak into the playoffs. He's going to salvage Trey Lance's disaster and uh, come in and save the day. So I'm going Eagles, Vikings, 49ers. Not necessarily in that order. Cam? Hear me? Barely. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to go... I'll do it in order again. Um, I'm going to say the Saints at number five. I think James is going to have a year. Um, possibly MVP, but uh, thanks to number five. Unfortunately, hate to do it. I'm gonna go Cowboys just because I mean they are kind of stacked, they always blow it, but uh, not gonna win the division. But I think they're gonna be decent. And then I'm going with Cardinals as well. I think Kyler uh, is, is hooked on the video games and he should probably focus more on football, probably why they gave him a study session. But they also are really good. And with Matt Stafford breaking his elbow and probably never playing again, I have a chance of winning that division. So. Uh, Tucker? Um, yeah, so I think the Saints are a good choice. I almost forgot about them. But I have the Saints in there. I have the Packers, obviously. And then, sorry, NFC East, NFC North, NFC West, NFC who am I missing? No, I, I know it's the NFC South. I picked the NFC North. I picked the NFC East. Oh, and the Cowboys. So I have only one NFC West team making it. Uh, Dylan? Um, I'm going to go the Eagles. I'm going to go with the uh, uh, Vikings. And I'm going to go with the um, Trey, what was your three? I went Eagles, Vikings, Niners. I'm going to go Saints. Third. Sounds like there's a plane taking off in there. Is everything all right? Red Sox just uh, walked off down three in the bottom of the ninth. They just came back to tie it. Um, Whoop-de-doo. Um, all right. Super Bowl pick and winner uh, to wrap it up. Um, I'm going to do the same thing I did last year. Um, never pick against Tom Brady. So the Bucks are going to make the Super Bowl. They're going to be joined by the Bills, who I think are, um, you know, right on the edge. They've been on the edge two years now. I think this is the year they get over it with Von Miller there. Um, and the Bucks are going to win the Super Bowl. Tom Brady is going to hand the Bills one more loss. Um, it is an even year, which means Tom Brady will win the Super Bowl. Jennifer Lopez broke up with her boyfriend, which means Tom Brady win, will win the Super Bowl. He's going to win it here. Throw up the double middle fingers to the Bucks. Say, see you later. Thanks for nothing. Could have done this myself. And walk away, retires from the game after winning this Super Bowl. Uh, Cam. Yeah, Trey, I'm going to follow the suit with you here. I got uh, Bucks Bills as well. Um I haven't chosen one here yet. I'm going to go with the Bills, just to be different again. I'm going to say Bills over Bucks. Uh, Josh Allen going to take the reins as the, maybe not a new dynasty, but kind of a, a new era. 
Um, maybe we'll we'll lose another one. And uh, yeah, I don't know. The NFC is just weak. Brady's going to take over. Um, Tucker, I have a switch up. I have the Chiefs and the Bucks in the championship, but the Chiefs winning it. I think the Chiefs have been slept on this year due to Tyree Kill and Tyra Matthew, but that's really the only two losses. I think safety is the least important position on a football field. So I don't think it's that big of a loss. And then Juju for Tyreek, I think is a slight downgrade, but not much. I really like the Chiefs still this year, and I have them as my Super Bowl favorite. Dylan. Uh, I'm going I'm following with you, Trey and Cam. We talked about the Bucks winning. It's, again, it, trend shows that this is this is what what happens. So I'm going uh, Bucks to win, and I think the Bills are gonna make another run and get stopped by Brady. Wouldn't that just be poetic justice? All right, that does it for our Super Bowl and season. Excuse me, season and Super Bowl predictions. I will keep track. Of, I have them all written down. We will keep track of them throughout the season. Uh, well done, gentlemen. Another fun year. Um, and hopefully um, we have a good good race going into the finals. Not too, too much variation, but there is some in the wild cards. So um, it will be interesting to see how it shakes out. Let's move on to lists, guys. Um, we are doing over-the-counter meds. So anything you can buy without going to a pharmacist, um, you know, anything that has a kind of like a drug fact on it that you could pick up in the aisles. Um, some of these are lifesavers. Uh, some of these are, you know, just everyday things you need, like, uh, you know, some mouthwash, something like that. So Dylan, this was Dylan Benham's idea. He doesn't, he doesn't often give the ideas for list guys. So we'll let you lead off. Um, yeah, I'll go first. Uh, number five for me might be higher than everybody else's list, but, um, I'm going with Tylenol. Tylenol number five. Don't use Tylenol that often. Um, but it's, uh. You know, it's it, it's uh, good for headaches. Uh, Cetaminophen is the drug in it, and uh, uh, helps you, uh, you know, get stop the pain. Uh, bad for your stomach, though. Bad for your liver. Uh, but you know, it is what it is. So that's number five. I don't take it that often. Um, Tucker, you got one? Yeah, my number five is Plan B. <laughs> Do you need? You don't need a prescription. Do you need a prescription? Is that over the counter? Can you just pick that up? Over the counter. <laughs> um, any any reasoning behind that? I think, I think it's self-explanatory. If I'm being honest with you. Um. All right. Um. Cam, you got one. Cam, um, are, you, are you with us? Yeah. i Yeah, I'm here. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Claritin or Zyrtec, whichever is your preferred. Um, I'm an allergy guy. Anytime I'm near a cat or a lot of dust, I definitely need to take one or else I'm snoozing coughing and going in those 35 seconds and I have to go to my eyes and they get all itchy and it really hurts and I don't like it. Um, so that's uh, it's really helpful. Uh, all right, my number five is going to be one that I don't buy very often, but I always enjoy having it around. Icy hot, um, icy hot. You know, you, you throw it on and it's it's cold, and then it gets hot. Um, I've seen some shenanigans with placing it on, uh, you know, the 
nether regions of people's bodies. Um, pretty funny stuff. Um, Shaq's the spokesperson. Can't really beat that. So uh, Icy Hot's my number five. Dill? Uh, number four for me, I'm going to go with um, mouthwash. I'm going specifically ACT, uh, anti-cavity. Uh, it's got no uh, alcohol in it, but it's good for your teeth. Strengthen them up, especially if you got some cavities that are starting. It can it can seal those off. Uh, save you at the dentist office, which I know we're not a we're an anti big tooth podcast here, but uh, then right, I still uh, still frequent the uh, mouthwash uh, you know at night and in the morning. Um, so yeah, mouthwash number four. Buying into big big tooth still, um, Tucker. Not a sheep. Um, my number four is Flintstone Vitamins. Big one when I was a child. Uh, I don't know if they even still sell them anymore, but they were delicious. I might, you know, if they're still around, I might start eating them again. <laughs> but uh, Flintstone Vitamins, my number four. Something, something vitamin, you know, any sort of vitamin shouldn't taste that good. It's just teaching bad habits to just down the entire bottle. Um, Camp. Are you with us, Cam? Yeah, something wrong here. Um, I'm going to go with Flintstones as well. Um, now, the reasoning is not because of any medical help or uh, nutritional value, because I am very convinced that they did absolutely nothing. I don't think there was anything in there that was of help. I think they just taste good, and they just put some stuff together with some flavor and said, go sell these. I don't think they're sold anymore, um, probably for that reason. Um, but whenever, uh, fun fact, one time I was hungry, didn't have any food, ate about 17 of them, just because I was feeling a little snack. And nothing happened to me, so I don't think there's anything in there that could help you or hurt you. But also love it. Just a way to deliver sugar. Um, all right. My number four is going to be my go-to allergy medicine and it is Benadryl. Uh, back in the day, uh, I used to take Benadryl for kids when I go on horseback rides to stop the hay fever. Uh, low key tasted really good. Enjoyed eating them. They were nice. They, you know, it might've been Benadryl for kids. I think those were the chewable ones. Uh, those ones were delicious. And, uh, yeah, it always worked, always worked. Uh, just threw some Benadryl in, washed my hands and I was good to go. No more sneezing or itchy eyes or anything like that. So Benadryl is going to be a solid number four for me. Dill. Uh, number three for me, I'm going to go with, uh, um, I'm going to go with Tums at number three. Uh, you know, you get that acid reflux going, you need, some, you need an acid. It's literally just eating uh, chalk, but, you know, uh, it, it works. I take about four, four of them, maybe take five of them, maybe a little bit more, maybe a little less, just whatever is needed to uh, neutralize the old stomach acids. Um, and they're a lifesaver sometimes. Um, so uh, definitely take Tums more than probably any other one on my list, but yeah, Tums is great. Tucker? Does Pedialyte count? It does. Nice. I'll take Pedialyte at three. I've had it like two or three times, but you know what? Put it on the list. 
Hangover cure. I used to drink Pedialyte when I was a kid just because my mom thought it was going to have nutritional value and I hated it. I, like, it made me, like, gag and throw up. Um, Cam. Yeah, I didn't know Pedialyte counted. If it does, I would put it higher, but I don't know, so I'm not going to change it. I probably drink, like, three a week. Um, my number three, also going to be Tom's. I, uh, always have Tom's handy. The smoothie flavor. That would be my favorite. Um, what'd you say? So I like the fruit ones. Yeah, either way, I you know, I'll eat them. Um, in college, I remember just eating like one a day just because. And I didn't know if it had any benefit to me. But anytime I have some uh, acid reflux or anything like that, I have some tums. Sometimes it helps. Sometimes it doesn't. But it tastes good, so I'll have uh, my number three is going to be NyQuil. Um, I get colds a lot um, and can be difficult to sleep with them. Nothing like NyQuil to just soothe the pain immediately and then knock you right out. You get that drowsy sleep. It's tough to wake up from, uh, but it's nice. It's a really deep sleep. Also, you know, if you tend to stay awake a little too long, sometimes you start to feel a little funny, which is always nice. Um, love it so much. I named my 2K player after it. Nike Will Hopkins, because he, he lulls these dudes oh, to sleep. Willis. Uh, yeah. That was my idea. I don't believe it was. Because um, it was, was staring at the bottle. I said, the bottle was sitting on your desk, and I said, what about NyQuil? No, it was your bottle on my desk, and I said, what about NyQuil? I don't believe that story for a minute. Either way, it has been the name of my 2K player ever since. He lulls them to sleep with his, with his crossovers and goes for the kill, goes for the cure. Um, but I love NyQuil. Use it a lot. Um, gotta be my go-to just bought a bottle for my girlfriend who's going through COVID right now. Um, so sent her some of that, uh, NyQuil number three, um, Dylan number two, um, number two, I'm going to go with my allergy medication. It's not just over the Um, it's Walmart brand, but it's a uh, retidine, which is just like what's in it's an antihistamine that's in a lot of these. Um, so, uh, yeah, I take one a day. When I go to Walmart, I get the double mega pack where I get, like, 300 pills. So I get, like, almost a year's supply in one one go. It's, like, 20 bucks. And I take one almost every day. Maybe not so much in the winter, but uh, definitely in the in the fall and the spring when it's allergy season. Uh, used to never get allergies. Used to think it was a myth. I thought people who had allergies were losers. Uh, but it hit me hard in college, and now I take one every day. Uh, Tucker? My number two is Listerine. I take it every day um, before I go to work. So, yeah, easy number two. Uh, Cam? Number two is going to be ibuprofen. Um, specifically ibuprofen, because that was what we used to take for uh, football games. Also, still take it to this day, anytime at... Um, drinking or anything, I'll take it before bed, wake up, and hang over, anything like that. But football games used to take way too many. Seven, eight, didn't know milligrams, what that meant. Just used to take a bunch of them. Probably no reason to. Um, but, yeah, just got a special place in my heart. That's my number two. Cam, your liver may be studied by scientists 100 years from now. Um, Alright, my number two is going to be one that I buy a lot from the pharmacy. It is clear and care contact solution. Um, 
I remember when I first got contacts, they showed this to me. Um, you put it in, you put it in the special little case, and it fizzes up. It's super cool. I, I, I have started doing that, Tucker. Um, in the past three years, I've started doing that. But, um, yeah, it, it uh, you know, it's kind of a neat thing. Dangerous, though. If you get it in your eye, it kills. If your contacts don't, like, clean enough, if, if, if the solution doesn't sit in that special case for long enough, it absolutely kills. feels like you're just sticking a sword through your eye. So it's dangerous. But it comes in a cool little package. comes with a cool little container. I uh, can't really beat it. Buy it all the time. So clear care contact solutions. My number two. Dylan, your number one. All right, Trey. Do you do the one, the contact where it like sits in the upright container and has to sit for like eight hours? In six do? hours, yep. Yeah, it's because that's hydrogen peroxide and that will literally kill your eye cells if you don't leave it in there long enough. Well, I usually do. It's I've only gotten in my eyes like four or five times in the you know, 12 years I've had contacts. So, um, so yeah, um, uh, quick, uh, quick story. Um, I make my own, uh, saline solution for my contacts when I was like, didn't have any, you just put salt in a new bottle of water and you're good to go. Um, anyway. Number one, Dylan. When I was, with our Linnea, get out of here. Number number one is ibuprofen. No. Did he catch that? Number one is ibuprofen. So uh, I, you know, that that's obviously the best uh, drug you can buy. A billion of them at once. You can take like as a as a guy, we can take like four of them or six of them and be perfectly fine. Probably take eight of them and be perfectly fine. Uh, yeah. So. Uh, ibuprofen for sure and take it before baseball games. If anything hurts, reduces the inflammation. Great drug. Wish I came up with it. Uh, made, it was uh, it was a great invention made by accident. Uh, what a drug. Tucker. Catch that. Uh, ibuprofen, number one. Clearly, everyone should have that as their number one. Cameron's? Um, my number one, well, ibuprofen is my number two, is close. Uh, my number one's going to be Excedrin. And the reason is because I have migraines, which are different than headaches. And Excedrin's a migraine relief. And it does wonders. It's it's unreal. I don't know if you've never taken Excedrin before, but um, if you ever had a migraine, take Excedrin. Gets rid of your migraine in about 30 minutes, completely gone. Don't know what's in it. Probably can cure cancer. Not sure. But, uh, it's 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 really it saved my life a couple times. Uh, my number one is ibuprofen, specifically Advil. Uh, ibuprofen, that's the one I typically get. Uh, yeah, lifesaver. Anytime I feel any sort of pain in my body, ibuprofen. That'll fix it. I don't care what it is. I don't care if it was like I got in an accident and like got a bad hit to myself. I'll take it. I don't care if it's a headache. I'll take it. I don't care if you know. I have a little bit of a sneeze. I'll take it. I'll just take it for everything. Doesn't hurt you. Can't. You can take as many as you want, Cam. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, I usually, if you know, if I'm feeling really, really bad, I'll take three is my typical number. I think two is the recommended dosage. It's not going to do enough for me. Got to do three. Uh, ibuprofen, the king of the drugs. Um, I don't know if maybe they're they're putting some, some opiates or something in there and uh, getting us addicted because it's fantastic. Love ibuprofen. Um, all right. Uh, that does it for this guys. Movie time. I 
Did not watch it. Iron Man. Did not watch it myself. I watched it. <laughs> I watched it. Tucker, did you finish Godfather yet? I did. All right. What What was Can your I score? Please put on the record that Dylan and I watching Iron Man put us on a kick for watching all of the Marvel movies in chronological order of the storyline. I love that freedom. So I'm starting it for the first time ever. I will keep you posted. Uh, but I give uh Godfather an eight point seven. Okay. Um, eight points. I don't remember what we scored it. It came out to a nine three last week. I don't remember what how it broke up. Um, all right, Iron Man. Uh, Cam, did you watch it? So I thought it was Dark Knight Rises, and I watched that. But me and Lindsay, similar to Renee and Dylan, also watched Iron Man, and then proceeded to watch the next few Marvel movies. Um, and that was probably like two months ago. So if you want to count, count it. If you don't, I I vote that it counts. Um, I think it's fine. T- Tucker, you vote no. No, I'll give him the point. If it was you, I'd vote no. Okay. <coughs> Excuse me. Need some Advil. It's Advil. Yeah. Um. All right, Dylan. I guess you're the the only score. Uh. Yeah, I did watch it. This is. No, my- I can give you a score. Okay, Cam can score it. This is my favorite Marvel movie. Um, I don't think it's really close. I like I, Robert Downey Jr. I, as an actor, great actor. I love the character that they portrayed in these movies. Um, I'm going to give Iron Man an 8.3. Good movie. 8.3 asterisk. All right. Um, last movie of the year. Whose turn is it? Oh yeah, sorry, Cam. Jesus. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, no, I, I love Iron Man as well. I think it's probably my third favorite Marvel movie, just because. Well, Spider Man's too, I guess. But whatever. Um, definitely the best Iron Man movie. I would say score eight flat. All right, that's a eight point one for Iron Man. Um, officially on the books. Um, so last movie, it is, I believe, Dill, Tuck, Cam's turn. Yes, Cam's turn. Mine already? Cam, yep. We had Three Amigos was your last pick, then I picked Semi-Pro, then Dylan picked, or Tucker picked Godfather, Dylan picked Iron Man. Okay, well, since I just watched Dark Knight Rises, we're going to go Dark Knight Rises. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Great movie. I also just watched it, so appreciate you. Uh, Dark Knight Rises is for the final movie of the year. We'll see if it can unseat um, some of our higher-ranked movies. Um, but, all right. Uh, that's going to do it for Ways It Takes episode 138. Sorry I messed up the number last week. But uh, next week we got football. Uh, <laughs> we may be discussing the first game, depending on when we record. Um, but that'll do it for us. Get on our polls, man. We had seven votes total on two polls today. That's unacceptable. I agree with the boys. It's not great. You know, I did win both the points. So if you're going to vote, you can still vote for me. But, like, get on this. Um, Thanks for getting waste with us. And we will see you next week for some football. Bye. Bye.